Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to another Rahalastapa. This week we've got the fantastic Do the Right Thing podcast team. They are awesome. If you enjoy these podcasts, why not come and see us live? Go to richherring.com slash gigs and you can find out all about where you can see us. Edinburgh Fringe, London and all over the UK, basically. And also go to rahalastapa.co.uk for more information news and if you become a member secret news of guests before everyone else finds out plus backstage videos plus some of my stand-up shows all for three pounds a month and badges and all sorts coming so you're going to enjoy it let's sit back relax and enjoy rahalastapa.co.uk with do the right thing ladies and gentlemen welcome to the leicester square theater please welcome a man who's if his career lasts as long as nicholas parsons has at least 44 more years to go oh, fucking hell it's richard harry Thank you very much. I mean, Christ. God, the idea of doing another 44 years of this. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, welcome to the show. This podcast is called Richard Herring's Luke's Stupid Testament Podcast. It's, uh, it's all about... I don't particularly like the gospel according to St. Luke now. It's just picking that apart. His genealogy of Christ is not as good as Matthew's. Goes back further, but, you know, smacks are being made up. <laughs> Though I, I, was, um, I was talking to Crazy Frog the other day. Remember the crazy, 
crazy frog. Uh, uh, he calls it Rahalastapa. It doesn't go ding ding. That's just a, well, that's the character he plays. In real life, he's just a regular frog, normal guy. So uh, yeah, look, uh, let's let's meet some of the audience because I've got not, I've, I literally I've done you know I've done three podcasts already this week. Well, four. So I haven't got any fucking stand-up material. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel with that wiggle stuff. Um, <laughs> what's your name, madam? Anna. Anna, are you new to the uh, the podcast front row? Yes. Uh, yeah. What do, what do you do for a living, Anna? You're a psychotherapist. How's it going for me so far? Do you think it's all right? How much does it cost to come to you to be therapized? Forty-five pounds. That's nothing. I'll give that a go. Can you cure me? If you cured me, would I still be as funny as I am today? No, I wouldn't. Fuck. We're not even that funny. And is this your, is this your friend? He's your very good friend. Your husband to be. Yeah. If you play your cards right, don't mess it up. Uh, she's very lucky I mean you're a big man you've got a nice beard I'm just describing you look a sort of like a young Stuart Lee in his fatter moments <laughs> he's done alright he's done okay yeah uh, what, do, what do you do for a living uh, I'm a photographer you're a photographer that's good isn't it um, what's, what's your name uh, Andy. Ali Andy. oh Andy I was going to say Ali's a stupid name <laughs> Andy, that's, that's fine. That's all right. What is the best thing you've ever photographed? It's hard, isn't it, to just pick one out of all the many things. Is it your own cock? Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you've got a long lens. Okay. I don't, I don't know enough about cameras to know if that's you saying you've got a small cock or a big cock. I don't know. don't know. Anyway, lovely to meet you. Thank you for coming along. I hope you'll come back. Did you come along for Nicholas Parsons? Or, uh, yeah, was that the reason you came here? <laughs> no, it was. Why did you? Why did you come to this one? The first of all, uh, we need a Russian visa. You need a Russian visa. I don't have those here, mate. That is not gonna. It's not gonna work out. See me around the back. Uh, so it's. Um, <laughs> so talk, don't say out loud. So. Thank you. Where are you going in Russia? Uh, Moscow. Moscow for your for your honeymoon. Bit of but for your brother's wedding. Wow, he's stolen your thunder, isn't he? Uh, so must <laughs> be furious. You're going to have to think of somewhere really great to get, get married now, mate. Yeah. Uh, Andy, Ali Andy. You're going to have to beat Moscow. Yeah, where, where are you going to... Have you planned where you're going to... Well, this is just for us. We won't put this in. Have you planned where you're going to get married? Yeah, we're going to get married in a uh, shed in the countryside. You're going to get married in a shed in the countryside. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I've got a shed. You can come there. Oh, OK, so... Right, this week's guest. There's three of them. They've worked together, but individually, they're best known for writing additional material in one episode of Not Going Out. That is what one of them is best known for. Uh, for filling in for me on the Collins and Herring Six Music Show. <laughs> and appearing on this podcast once before when we couldn't get a proper guest to turn up. someone who's best known for being the voice of a toilet on Things Talk is <laughs> Daniel Ward, Michael Legg and Margaret Caborn-Smith to do the right thing podcast. Come in. Welcome. There's beers here. They thought of everything. They've literally thought of everything. 
I said um, I was mocked for joining in with the Rahel Estefan yeah. backstage. I'm just very obedient. I noticed they didn't say it for me, though. Did they not? No, they're, no. they're, they're, they're weak, this audience. They're not, they're not as good as last week's no. audience, who are excellent. <laughs> so, um, hang yeah. on. Um, you got off with Spike, Spike from, from Buffy. Buffy. This is what we just discovered backstage. Uh, yes. Yes. Why have you never told us this? I thought I had. This is like my best anecdote. Spike from what? You Buffy. Know, Buffy the Vampire oh, okay. Slayer. I once got off with Spike. He's, is he a nice looking gentleman? Yeah, I think he's pretty he good. Was, yeah. He was. Is he the blonde one? Buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Buff. yeah. Not How far hair. did you get? Just tongues. Okay. <laughs> tongues <laughs> on what other bit? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I went. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be a great story. I uh, I went to see his band at the Scala years oh. and years and years ago, and they were terrible. Um, I think they like I, I don't think I don't, they had a song that went, "I am German, you are Jewish. There can be no <laughs> love between us." No, I mean that doesn't even rhyme. Fucking hell! I absolutely regret bringing up Spike from Buffy. <laughs> Fuck yeah now. At least we wrecked his career though, if he had, if he had one. Yeah. It's his it work, like it's not your work. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. And, um, but that would turn you on enough to snog yeah. him. <laughs> Just to shut him up. <laughs> and so uh, I got into the after show party yeah. and I was there with my friend Katie and she said to him, Oh, we really, really like Buffy. Can I have a snog? And so he got off with her and then I went, well, can I have one too? And then he got off with me. Oh, that must so be a great being really Spike from good. Buffy, wasn't it? That was, that was his whole life. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do it. If you insist. You must have had that though in the 90s. Yeah, as often Stu was kissing girls and they're going, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> Stu would kiss me. <laughs> Wank me off with a venture request. I mean... True story. Yes. Why would I lie about that? No, I mean, how could you make that up? He didn't actually wank him off. Not fully. No. Just, See, no. The hand was too small. <laughs> so it's very little. Hand that, that is. That, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see. I, I haven't heard last week's show yet. Okay. Um, but did you ask Nicholas Parsons like when was the last time he had a wank? <laughs> because I couldn't help thinking like it's got to be a while, right? It has to stop. It has to stop, Richard! <laughs> Tell me it stops! You, sure. you could stop. No, I can't! <laughs> you could stop doing it now. <laughs> yeah. The fact that everyone's looking is begging me on. <laughs> it was amazing. You know, that's the thing. You've got to now follow Nicholas Parsons, admittedly a week to the later. grave. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone he's worked with is, is dead. Yeah, yeah. he's going to outlive us. So it's you next. Yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad, because I just can't... You know, imagine having to keep working until you're 95. And I would have to, that's the thing. If I live that long, I'm still working. I'm still doing this, even if it's just you turning up, which it will be. <laughs> just be him, yeah. Just be him. He'll be there. If he's old... But no, actually, if I get a 95, you're, you're dead, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no offence. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so what do you remember about... First of all, writing additional material for uh, Not Going Out, the party <clears throat> episode, I believe. I did not write additional material for that episode. What happened was I was asked by Avalon to submit some ideas for, uh, uh, for Not Going Out as a series. Yeah. And I submitted these ideas. And then suddenly, one of the ideas I submitted is an episode of Not Going Out. 
Didn't get paid, but I did get that credit. Wow, I've mm. opened a can of worms. I had no idea. The last, the last know, time I asked you, you'd got, you, you only got a credit because you were you know, sleeping with one of the writers and gave them an idea. That was TV's verb, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was your other best That was form. my other best thing, yeah. Michael Legg, how was yeah. it filling in for me? On I never listened to it on the Collins and Herring <laughs> It was um, one, of, one of the best experiences I've ever had of basically feeling like I was waiting for a bus. <laughs> I just to... sat there and nothing happened and then nothing <laughs> happened again and again. And then fucking stereophonics played. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, Andrew's nice and all that, but yeah. I mean, I had nothing to do. And do you know what? The first thing that I was told is... Oh, yeah. Do you know what? Richard used to just come in and he'd constantly be on his phone, like looking at Twitter. And I thought, well, I'm never going to be that unprofessional, but I've never been that fucking bored. <laughs> yeah. Were There's you that bored do. doing the Dave Gorman show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Yeah, it was quite boring, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, I mean, again, it's all right, but. Boring just sitting there, isn't it? Is this, Which is, is what this we're why doing the right constant now. wanking. <laughs> problem. Why do you think it's a problem? I'm not doing it now, it just... and I have not had one fucking thank you. <laughs> what about being a toilet on uh, Things Talk? I um, uh, that was actually a good job. That was, was it? that Things Talk was written by Stefan Golijewski, right? Who wrote Mum and Him and Her. And... So, yes, I was in the failed project <laughs> of Stefan Golodewski. Um Yeah, and then that was, yeah, it was an animated, like, things in the house that were animated. Okay. And Leslie Phillips played a clock, and all they wanted him to say was, tick-tock, right? And he just kept going, tick-tock. <laughs> tick-tock. And they kept trying to say, can you just do it? And they couldn't quite bring themselves to say, can you just do, do it like your catchphrase? Yeah. And they just didn't. And they just abandoned it as an idea. Aww. And as he left, he went TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a clue. But um, oh, were you annoyed when you get on a Virgin train and hear that other woman pretending to be the toilet on the Virgin trains? Yes. Yeah, unless yeah, it is I you see as well. Myself, no, I wish it was. Yeah. Uh, no, I very much see myself as a. You've seen those toilets on Virgin trains? We go, hello, I'm a toilet. I used to be in a public toilet. This is much better. Yeah, I mean, no, I really like going to the if I've got diarrhea. Because just the idea, they go, hello, I'm a toilet. I'm going, good. <laughs> I fucking hope my guts come out at the moment. <laughs> Michael's angry. That's, that's, his, that's his role in the podcast. So let's talk about uh, Do the Right Thing, because that's why you're all here together, which is a fantastic panel show. Not as good as Just a Minute. Uh, on... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it goes out as a, a podcast. Nicholas Parsons didn't understand what podcasts were. He didn't realise this was a podcast until he got here. And then he said, how do people find what you're done? How do people find what you're doing on the, on the internet? Well, I, I go around to their house. Okay. <laughs> and insist myself upon them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sort of is that. What is the premise? I've been on Do the Right Thing, so I know, and I've been listening to it all week. Mm. It's very good. But for the people at home who may not have heard of it, what is it and how does it work? It is a panel show where I ask uh, Michael and Margaret and two other people um, uh, what is the right thing to do according to our source material, which, if you're trying to steal the format, is one of the important points. 
<laughs> yes, it's very funny. And yeah. the, the, how many series you've done? Quite a lot of uh, series now. I, have I don't no really idea. understand how a podcast series works. No. Yeah. Well, Surely you just decide. fucking re- no one's how many episodes? No one's making us record it. Yeah, we've done about fifty. I was going to oh, say, this ben, is, uh, 50? I should say, 50? fucking hell. My producer Ben is on that podcast. He's the producer of, and co-creator of that podcast, mm. and he chips in like that. That was people who like the podcast were very excited about that. <laughs> how do you find working with Ben? Because I, I find it quite difficult. Oh. <laughs> What do you think about him? Don't ever take a phone call from him and then make him put it in email because otherwise he goes on for ages. He, he uses up a lot of data. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always good with a producer for a podcast. Well, I think he's an absolute cunt. And if he... <laughs> now listen, if he edits this out, then that proves he can fucking edit. And why haven't you read it until you're right there? <laughs> cunt. <laughs> Honestly, if that's not in... Yeah, it will That'll be. That'll be in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's just say something libelous about him, like what he d- gets up to with Prince Andrew. But yeah. he's, so far that is, yeah. so far that has kept under the radar. Ben and Prince Andrew have been. <laughs> f- That'll yeah. get cut. Out. That's all right. That'll get in. But they have been. <laughs> None of this is going out. No. So it's we're screwed. Uh, it's well, no, because I, I said to you backstage, I listened to the pilot episode. I was, I was listening to the recent episodes. I thought I'll go back and listen to how this thing started, which is interesting because it's become it's it's come a long way. I have to say, it was it was good. It was good. It's very kind. It of was you. good the first episode, but it's way way better now. Well, um, I've never, I've literally never listened to an episode of it right. ever. Um, but I'm saving it for a terminal illness. Yes. It'd be really nice as I lay dying in a hospital. Go, well, if you forget oh. everything, then you can listen back to that and then, A, you won't remember it was you and you might find it funny and B, yeah. you know, might remind you of your previous life. Yeah. Um, but um, I think, like I was saying to you, the thing about being able to do a podcast is, like, the first series was ropey, uh, but we were sort of finding our feet. But if that had been... So we, me and Ben, I don't know if I said this last time, me and Ben got offered... £10,000, a comedian offered us £10,000 to buy the format of Do the Right Thing to sell to ITV Comedy. And we, the part of the reason we, t- we said no is because we knew we'd get one series and the first series would be difficult. And yeah. so you need the time to work these things out, I think. Yeah, it, well, definitely. I mean, even Nicholas Parsons, who's great, uh, my sure. mate, he's my mate, uh, he was saying how the pilot of Just a Minute was terrible, like really, really bad, which Do the Right Thing is not terrible, it's just different. Yeah. It's just very different. But also because now you've really established the characters. I mean, it must have been hard having, like, two women on, the, on, a, on a panel show. I find must have taken a long time to work out how to make that Yeah, no, work. it's a nightmare. And yeah. our, our boobs keep bumping into each other. And... Everything is very tidy, though. Is it, yeah? Really but nice. thankfully, <laughs> we've now established Catholic arsehole IRA. <laughs> it's like the Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But that's also so, my IRA yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Literally anything to get rid of the veganism. Yeah. The IRA will get rid of the fucking veganism. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry. And they're coming back. Thanks to us. Thanks hey. to us. It's coming home. It's coming home. Go on. Well, it's interesting. We're recording. We, when this series started, it is an interesting point that I did mean to discuss. Um, we assumed we were leaving the EU, the United Kingdom were leaving the EU on the uh-huh. 29th of March, which is in four days. Yeah. I'm still not sure 
whether we will have by my next show's on the 1st of April I'm not sure if we're going to be in the EU or not it's quite interesting people at home might know we might just go for a notice. There's still a chance we could leave on the 29th of uh, March. Oh, yeah, they've got... At the moment, as we, that's amazing, isn't it? I mean, next week we'll know. <laughs> can a we bit. ask them? Yeah, we can. Yeah. I think the people at home listen to this in 2027. I just don't know hope yet. Nicholas Parsons isn't alive to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Four days. Okay. <laughs> well, me too, because you know, it'd be great if he goes before my yeah, podcast comes really... out. It'd be really good. Yeah. It'd be good for the podcast. Yeah. I had the goodies on. I thought, well, one of them's going to go. Surely. <laughs> got, Barry, got Barry Cry coming up in about three months. Thinking, is it a mistake to book him so early? I'm here. Yeah, you're here. You're the oldest man from Northern Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, no, they keep going, don't they? They keep going. I think they'll live forever. And prove me wrong. Um... <laughs> So you did try and do uh, do the right thing on TV. Yeah, we did try. We yeah. tried. Yeah. 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 Give it a go. The I mean, camera wasn't on, so, so we, not, uh... they forgot to put the film in. What? We've never really discussed this, have, what went have wrong? we? As a, not group. as a group, not really. What were the changes they made when they took it to the TV? They tried to make it look nice, <laughs> and not all of us look nice, Richard. No. Margaret you know looks did? like a fucking pile of shit. <laughs> you know Whereas I look beautiful. <laughs> you are beautiful. Do you know what they did? They, um, they made me sit really far away from everybody else. Right. Which was really so... great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> For us. Like, so Claudia was in the middle and then they made me sit like off, off almost not on camera. Yeah, like Claudia the... Winkleman was in it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, and so, um, what? How, what role did Claudia Winkleman play? She's the host. And then what? But you're the host. So what did yeah, you become? Yeah. So I was just. She was Richard Osman. Right. Yeah. Well, that was sort of the idea. Jerry Adams played oh. part of me. Yeah. <laughs> he was amazing. <laughs> Love that guy. Do you know the thing that made like? It, I think it's because right the do the right things always the reason it's really great is because we're all on it. Yeah. <clears throat> what we found is. Whenever we pitched it, like, oh, so we're on it, all TV people would go, I don't think so. <laughs> like, the thing is, we are not famous enough to be on a thing. So To be on our own thing. To be on our own thing, yeah. yeah. That's so the embarrassing it, thing. It'd always be like, oh, we could buy it. It's a really good format. But if we buy it, they've got to be on it, and we don't like them. So unless they sort of engineered a plane crash, and it could be a tribute to us, it would have been very difficult... Yeah, but you've got like, a fan base who who then watch it and go, "Oh, it's not it's not what I wanted." No, but what's good about it is the three of you and the, you, the fantastic guests you have, like me. Yeah. I've been on it. I was very good, and I'm yeah. coming on it again. Uh, it's, you know, so that's that's the point of it. And the relationship between the three of you, which definitely grows over those series, but that's you know, but never mind the buzzcocks when that started. None of those guys were famous. That's what people don't really understand. None of those guys were massively famous. They, that show made all those guys. Yeah. famous enough to have to not be on it anymore. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, because uh, to be honest, I don't think any format is that amazing. No. You know, without, without the people on it. That, there, was, um, there was a show called Bring Me the Head of Light Entertainment back in, uh, yeah, in the 90s, and Graham Norton, I think, was the host. And, um, uh, and they thought, well, I don't know, I think that they thought that was a brilliant thing, and it wasn't. It was just Graham Norton was brilliant. And as yeah. soon as he, they lost him, it wasn't any good. I mean, I'm yeah. only half remembering this story, so it's not... Not a great story, but I, but, I, but I do think people get, yeah. Um, and the idea, and it used to be that sitcoms didn't have to have mega stars in them. Yeah. It would be like 
Richard Bryars, who was sort of famous, and then all the others were from theatre, and they became famous because everyone then associates the characters. You know, they, they're not going, oh, look, there's yeah. Idris Elba. They're, um, <laughs> they're, he's not here. He's not Damn. here. Um, I'm not Idris going, Elba. He's the, he's, they're, oh, that's that character that I'm learning yeah, yeah. to like, like The Office, you know. Yeah. That wouldn't have worked if it was... Um... Idris Elba is in The Office, though, so you have fucked that one oh, up. Oh, God, I know he is. American, <laughs> yeah. American Office. Yeah. Very, very late in the rubbish ones. I know, that, that's I... what I was referring to. I know what fucking <laughs> reference I was doing. <laughs> Don't fucking Twitter me. But do you, like, do you find this? Like, you... you write stuff, right? So I do. When I write things, you kind of... <laughs> You say, oh, I've got this idea. It would be really great to cast really great people. And then, especially if it's the BBC, they go, oh, can you put this fucking stand-up cunt in it? Yeah, they do say that, yeah. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give them names. They just point to the list they have. But, you know, well, we've said, I mean, I've said there's a lot on the show. Never, you know, like the point you're making is The Office was successful without any names and then the people become names. And people who choose TV programmes don't understand that's how TV works. Yeah. They want to kind of go to a shortcut that is, is a stupid shortcut. But I think with your uh, show, fuck TV, who needs TV? You, like, you're, you'll get more listeners with a, as a podcast than you would viewers as a TV show. Unless you got on BBC One with it straight away. Mm. So, you know, you would... not, we weren't allowed to drink either, like, right. officially, and that was... Yeah, do you know the thing that I found really found really weird is so the thing that I love about Do the Right Thing is that I know that we can take the conversation to places that you like I, I try and open up the conversation as much as possible as host. And when we did the T V pilot, we got into a, the area, I think it was like the Jimmy Savile thing. We we touched upon paedophilia. We touched upon yeah. Touched Jimmy. upon paedophilia. And I could hear the line producer saying, Shut it down, it'll never make the edit <laughs> And it's like, you know, I want to be able to I think Why silence Jimmy Savile now? <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I think because part of the problem is when, when you're when you're trying when you're doing a TV panel show, you're so aware of what's going to make the edit. You censor yourself, and yeah. you know that they don't want you to talk about it. With do the right thing. We just we just make it as fun as possible, and then if stuff has to get cut out, it gets cut out. So, so I'd, I'd I'd like to say last night we did a do the right thing recording with um, uh, Joe Lysett, and he told. An extraordinary story. And I can say this to this audience, because <laughs> it's your audience. Yes. Um, he didn't feel able to say it last night, but he, he basically alluded it to it. But there's um, a, a nightclub in Birmingham with a dark room that you go in there and basically, it's a dark room, you don't know who you're, okay. you're fucking, Dancing basically. with... Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> dancing, yeah, let's call it dancing. Cheek and, to cheek. And basically, Joe... <laughs> There was a story about a, a guy who'd gone in and had basically afterwards discovered that he'd fumbled with his dad. Yeah. Now, afterwards, Joe said, what I didn't say, because it didn't feel right in Birmingham Town Hall, he sucked him off. Yeah. Yes. And what Danielle then said... I'm sorry, but that is just was, manners. <laughs> what Danielle then said was, and I quote... I'd like to think I'd be able to sniff my dad out. <laughs> you don't get that on mockery. How did they find out? How did it become apparent that it had happened afterwards that they were leaving together? And... Yeah, I don't know. Is he tasted his own dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit me-ish. You 
You can't put that in my podcast either. That's disgrace. That's disgrace. That has to be. That's coming right out. You really don't think you could sniff my dad out? No, I don't know why. But then again, late night Channel Four, I can see it working. <laughs> Paddy McGuinness, what a laugh! I didn't mean sniff his cock. I just meant his general scent. <laughs> Would you sniff someone all over before you plated yes. them just to be on there if it was in the dark? Yeah, that is I mean, what it sounds like. Yeah. Like she's sniffling for trouble. What does she smell of? Like rolled tobacco or something? <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> it's like people have scents and you can... Sweets. <laughs> like no? People smell of things and you meet someone you're like, oh, that scent is very... I think this I'm is not very the only... much a, this is just you. <laughs> you're not the only person that knows what your dad smells like. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds worse than I meant it to. <laughs> but anyway, I think I, you know, I think the it's better for you to do it. It's a better show for you all to do it, and it's a better show for you to do it on your own. And then you can talk about things like that if you want to. Yeah, I mean, it, like it, it, it truly is a better show for not being on telly. But also, we don't earn any money. What? which makes a big difference, I think. Yeah, but money's for fools. Yeah, it is for Eddie's. But I wish that um, we could somehow have the pilot so that we could sell it just for a fucking laugh. So you can see what we would be like doing do the right thing in church. <laughs> we just, we, it, honestly, it was like we were playing the part of ourselves. It was weird. Yeah, we, like, it, it was more like a sort of take that concert. They the made it look for. really good. Yeah. And we like it to yeah. look disgusting and grimy. It was so bright. The lights were so bright. That's the only good thing I can say, but the lights were so bright that it took like 10 weeks off me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, I think you, you, can put, you should be able to put it out. Have you not got a copy of it? Can you put it out I online? I don't think we're allowed to. You're not allowed to? No, it's only yeah, but it's the internet. Fuck them. Yeah. It's the Wild West. Someone you can say whatever you like about computer. Prince Andrew and it can't be beeped. No. <laughs> a man hacked my computer and now it's online. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. It's not that good. Okay. I mean, it's, it's totally No, that, that, that's... De- is it? There we right. go. It was good. It was good. I, mean, it was, I think it was good. Do you know what? It's good compared to a normal TV panel Stop it. Thank show. you. There oh, you go. Oh, thank you. That's really Do you think nice. Claudia Winkerman should do the podcast version as well? No. No. <laughs> she was lovely. She was yeah. lovely. She was, yeah. Isn't her nice. hair amazing? <laughs> you still think Jerry Adams should stay in it though, right? Yeah. He was really lovely, wasn't he? <laughs> and actually, a real laugh backstage. <laughs> It's a very uh, educational show, though, I think, as well. That's the, the... <gasps> we learn so much. We do. It's, it's incredible. So you, you're trying to saw... I mean, I think when I was on... All I remember is I had to uh, come up with ways of stopping someone having an erection or something like that, which I knew you about. You did, I, yeah. didn't, I knew about... <laughs> you knew too much. <laughs> I did. You have to hear it with a pencil. Sure. <laughs> I know a lot about it. And now, you know, you're listening and thinking, oh, I could have told you about that particular thing as I'm yeah. walking my dog and thinking about it. So there's, there's, what's the best expert you've had on, do you think? I can't stop thinking about really hot women hitting my penis with a pencil. <laughs> Put well, it away. It would we, make you, you flash. We have done a mini tour this week and we were in York and our expert was a Viking expert. Oh, yeah. But he was the perfect balance. He wasn't trying to be funny and he was really, but he really knew his stuff and he was like, I'm going to give you some information about Vikings. And he was great, wasn't he? kills me. Yeah, he was, he was great. Him, him and the fly lady. Does he work at the Jorvik Viking Centre? He does. Obviously he does. Yeah. 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 It's great there. Um, John Ronson was a... Was he? 
was a... Was he um, an expert? Yeah. What was he an expert Psychopaths. Oh. That was really good. Yeah, it's not... You said I was one. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. He said psychopaths have got such a strong work ethic and also I think Michael's one. Hang on, those two things don't... They're so far apart. What the fuck are you talking about? Also, we've had Matt Osman from Suede on. That hasn't yes. gone out yet. And he was my favourite expert. The, the only trouble with having Matt Osman from Suede on is that we're all, we were all a bit in awe of, of him. Because so we he's Richard Osman's sort of... brother, right? Yeah, exactly. So that is, yeah, that's exactly. what's exciting about him. Surely your second favourite. What oh. about the bloke you tried to shut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got really drunk and flirted so badly with Rick Smadder, our uh, gas He's not expert. in, is he? You're not Sorry. in, Rick. I think I heard that one. Is that quite a recent one? Yeah. Mm. It was nice, it was sweet. Mm. Been in a relationship for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to record it if you're going to be unfaithful. That's yeah, why that's... Well, if you, record, you can record it, but don't put it, out, don't put it out on the internet. Well, you know, we've got Ben. We didn't think anyone would... <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. We had some fun backstage with these. They could, this is a, this would be a good uh, thing for your quiz show. You could put some of these oh, in. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Or, or my Radio 4 show, which is ba- basically that. Yeah, you just copied me, haven't you? Copied I, you before you did it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, if you had to bum... This was not on your Radio 4 <laughs> show. Either with your genitals or a dildo. One of the main characters in the TV show Red Dwarf. If you question. had to, who would you bum and would you, <laughs> and would you use your genitals or a dildo? And remember, it's the character, not the actor, that you are bumming. It's with re- I find I honestly find it really hard to bum people with my genitals. Yeah, it's that's why really you'd be... tricky. Okay, so maybe you'd go for a strap-on dildo. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I used to have uh, quite. I thought you were say, I used to have no. a strap-on I, dildo. I, I, I used to, to get I used have, I, when I was like fourteen. I had all the Red Dwarf magazines, okay. and I used to cut the back page out and put it on my wall. And I was very strongly sexually attracted to Chris Barry slash Rimmer. Yeah, oh my god, as Rimmer, as Rimmer. I really fancied Rimmer. Rimmer and Christopher Reeve's Superman were my two two <laughs> favourites. And I used to imagine lying on a sofa. <laughs> Just with, that. careful. With either or of them making love to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. On either the or sofa. 
You couldn't even imagine a bed. <laughs> so Watching telly, weren't you? Sexier, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely bum Rimmer. Rimmer. As a hologram or as a human? Oh, as a hologram. He grew as a character as a hologram. Yeah. It really upset me that they reset his character. They, they, the character of Rimmer grows so brilliantly over the first seven series and then series eight. They undo all that, so... I agree. It goes off the boil. goes off the boil. About, but it starts... I'm going to come to you. Don't think you're out of Don't this. Don't uh, I knew you haven't given an answer. Um... It starts quite badly. The thing I don't like about Red Dwarf Air, and this is also true a little bit of the Orville, which I do like, uh, is there's a lot of references to the time that the show is made rather than in the future. So the Red Dwarf, all the punchlines are things from the 1980s, which I don't think in whatever year it is anyone would give a fuck about. And it would be a better show now if they hadn't done that as well because we don't remember any of the fucking shit they're talking about. (laughs) Claire Grogan is the one I'd go for. It's what's, what's, um, what's... Not a main character. She and is. also, she's a main character. Uh, the actress. Yeah. What's her character <laughs> Kachansky. name? Kachansky. Kachansky. But halfway through, I go, this is... I don't care about oh, the character. Oh, I'd really... I really Start want to... the character, and now it's you, Claire. I really want Happy to bomb birthday. Mark Williams. <laughs> I tried to get off with Claire Grogan at a party in Edinburgh once. She was very sweet. What does she say? Well, no, fuck off, no. <laughs> that Sounds really sweet. I'm married. <laughs> Who's the most famous person you've tried to get off with? Um, well, Mine I mean, when you say tried, <laughs> I mean, does that mean tried and succeeded? No, tried okay. and failed. Tried. tried and failed is more fun. Uh, oh, I've got a brilliant one. It might be Claire Grogan. I bought Carol Decker from Depau a drink once, and yeah. she didn't even sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Did, she, did you try to get off with her? Yeah. I didn't buy. I didn't buy Claire Grogan a drink. I mean, there must be more than that. I just I can't remember. Give me some time, and I will come back with a lot, <laughs> a lot of fails. <laughs> there was a girl who used to be in uh, an advert, loads of adverts uh, called Rachel, and she was um, the adverts called Rachel. Yeah. I think she's in one for Britas filters. And I wrote, I wrote about her in the Guardian about fancying this woman from all these. Adverts. You do that all the time. Yeah, and then she, uh, and then she came to Edinburgh, and then I got a note in my pigeon. I said, "Oh, it's me, Rachel." Blah, blah, blah. And I went up to her and said, "Oh, hi, it's me." And she just looked at me like she didn't know who I was. So I think someone had put like that note in my pigeonhole <laughs> so that I'd go and go, "Hey, it's me. Want to go out?" That's, that's... It's ironic because you've got no filter. <laughs> trying to think of any other famous people I mean I, you know I just we just I just had sex with them all didn't, really, yeah. didn't try they just came on to me who's yours famous uh, yeah. person to get work it's probably Spike from Buffalo no that you tried to get off with and failed I've tried to get off with anybody famous not mm. oh do you know what the bass player from 60 foot dolls when I was 17, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tried to invite me back to his hotel room, but I was a virgin, so I was really scared. I Aww. hadn't shaved my legs. Yeah. Bloody virgins. I had, a, <laughs> I had a bad bra on. So Did I, you lose your virginity when you were 22 years 22 old? 22 years That's old, yeah. astonishing. Mm. Really? Yes. I was I 21. Were you? That's less astonishing, yeah, thanks. Makes one year less Fucking astonishing. Rude. How, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Seventeen in That's a car park. <laughs> in a car park in Newtonards. 
I was nineteen. I was nearly twenty. So we've nearly got it covered. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> How did you get to twenty-two? I'm twenty-one. New. I understand. How did you get twenty-two? You're clearly a slut. Once you got to twenty-two, though, you might start, you know you think, well, I'm never going to do it. How did you? How did you overcome the fact that you hadn't done it yet and then do it? And why did it take you to your 22? Well, because, uh, A, like... Is it, tra- is it a tragic story? Genuinely, no one okay. fancied me. Or if they did, Bad I bras, a, not bad, shaving your legs. Bad bras, not shaving my legs. Uh, podgy. Um, me, 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 me also. <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, Had me. never touched a willy other than my dad. No, no. <laughs> Sniff it out. <laughs> Pleased that I'd seen my dad's willy before I saw. What? Because, well, <laughs> um, like in, you know, my I've been in the bathroom when my dad was in the bath. Sure. And I'd seen it. <laughs> and, That's fine and, then. Uh, That's not that weird, is it? No, I saw my dad's. Yeah. Just wandering around. I yeah. saw your dad's as well. <laughs> That's not weird at all. Um, but I and I was appalled. Don't get me wrong, but it but it was a relief when I then Small. saw one of somebody I was trying to you know, that I fancied and, you know, that it might <laughs> might be used. <laughs> Weird phrase, but you know what I mean. Because they're, they're horrific. They're horrific. They are horrible. So, so it's really good to have kind of gone, okay, that's what that's, what that's like yeah. on an old man in, in imagine, a bath. Imagine if you'd never seen one before and then it's just presented in front of you. Yeah. I don't know what you... It's a wonderful gift. <laughs> Oh, it's like when, you know, when cats bring dead birds to yeah. <laughs> you. Really? Don't you see it? It's a lovely gift for the family. <laughs> it has too much skin. Just look at it going, there's too... I don't know why it's there got so much skin. There needs to be some so that has something to grow into. Well, no, but exactly. If you've it's never seen an erect when it's, one, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The erect one's the best, it's, though. Well, not always. Not if you've got to live with it. <laughs> not if it's always erect. It's kind of good that it... You know, telescopes... Down. Whoever invented it really thought it through. It's, it's good. It's good that it comes down most of the time. Just for weeing, mainly. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah, mainly for weeing. <laughs> Imagine you have to wee with an erection all the time. It'd be very difficult. You'd Can't use you just, this... like, force it down? <laughs> <laughs> not these days. <laughs> No, also, if you, you know, if you want me to come on as a penis expert on Do the Right Thing, you, there's a thing that shuts off the, uh, there's a thing that shuts off uh, your urine when you have an erection, so that your urine, because your urine would be a spermicide, so you can't, you sort of can we, we've got an erection, but it's much harder. Oh, like a train track. Yeah. <laughs> Flip yeah. the lane. <laughs> Can you, have you ever tried to wee with an erection, like, Michael? I mean, pretty much every morning. What yeah. the fuck are you about? <laughs> Well, it it's impossible. Go? If you can do it, there's something deeply wrong. Oh, Shit, dear. there must be. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified. Your sperm have all been killed by urine. Oh, I've no, got no problem with that. Okay. I don't want that going anywhere. No, none of us do. None of us no. do. <laughs> Um, good question. Did you give an answer to the, which red, reef, red dwarf character you'd like to bum, Michael? I'd oh, like to know. Um, well, uh, as a, a keen animal lover... Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for Holly. Okay. 
as uh, Norman Love it. Norman. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I'll be fine with that. Nice <laughs> yeah. and slow, keeping it low. Let's do his mouth. Oh, yeah, bumming. I'm going to bump his mouth. Specifically bumming. Listen to the question. The character of Holly in Red Dwarf does not have a bum. It might, it might do somewhere down there. Yeah. You don't know science. It might be a bum on the back of her, her head. No, that's the worst no, thing. It's not canon. That woman has sat through you talking about sucking your dad's cocks. And it was only when you put a bum on the back of someone's yes, head and went, but... No! No! What madness is this? I have a bum on her head. They're only a head. Right? They must never defecate. In the neck hole. That's how you do that. That counts as... Sure. That counts as bumming. Do you think you would have made a good sheriff in the Wild West? <laughs> I don't think there's anything I'd be worse at. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't like um, diplomacy and sort of cowardice, do they? No. No, well, those are my two things. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would have done because I am a woman that is fuelled by vengeance. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Danielle is, um, uh, yeah, she's a keen bridge burner. Yes. I would, I would yeah. say that. It's something I love about her. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you've been a good sheriff? No, and I'm scared of Danielle. <laughs> if there was a sheriff that do the right thing it would be you then yeah I mean you sort of are also I am from Nottingham yes famously home of the sheriffs yeah, the sheriff of Nottingham yeah. of the, the evil terrible empty. sheriffs it's the home of the worst sheriff <laughs> ever you, could, you wouldn't be the worst sheriff of Nottingham and the, not, the tales of Robin Hood is better than the Jorvik Centre the same no. idea. No, it used to be. It's shut down I know, now. it's shut down. Yeah. I, believe me, I've talked about this a lot. Oh, wait. And if anyone comes from Nottingham, I give them a right earful. <laughs> what, like for to, not going enough? For, yeah, for not going enough to their own. <laughs> to keep if I lived in Nottingham when that was on, I'd have been there every fucking day. Did smell of anything? Like Did, the, there was some smell of poo No, in there. the thing that we found out from the <laughs> Viking man was when they dug up the bones of Vikings... There was a distinct smell that came out of the floor. Mm. Danielle's dad's cock. <laughs> <laughs> and they used that smell to permeate the Jorvik Viking Centre. Whereas if you go to the Robin Hood Tales, what smell? It smells of Tesco's now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does that. Oh, yeah. Tesco's. There was no amazing smell. You didn't... Like, this is what I mean. Scent. Scent is very strong for the memory. This is how I could tell my dad in a dark room in a gay club. <laughs> It's because... Not it's... memory of, the, of, your, of your Viking times. Oh, I remember now when I was a Viking skeleton. Thanks for digging that one up for me. Yeah. I remember when I did a poo in Viking times. Whoa! As a youth visiting yeah. Robin Hood tales... Uh, tales of Robin Hood, get it right. <laughs> tales of Robin Hood. There was no strong smell. Yeah. So I can't sign the petition. <laughs> So is that what you say on all of your guest books when you leave? This place didn't smell at all. I will not be returning. You know what? If there's a really good smell, I'm more inclined to support the... No one knows what Robin Hood's poo smelled like because he's a fictional character. Well, maybe that's their problem. Yeah. There was one in Oxford called The Oxford Stories. I just like going around on mechanised things around a, a thing with bad dummies on it. That's what I like. And I think Nottingham one was best. The people here, I've lost them. <laughs> lost them they're not interested in, in that that's what's wrong with the young people today <laughs> alright have you ever been on a plane that's been in an emergency and seen a genuine look of fear on the face of a flight attendant I have yeah have I had, um, uh, the first time I ever went on 
EasyJets, I had a really... I mean, the, it, it, it started... I said it opened. That, that, that's not how, it, how, how things happen. The, um, the, the flight attendant got on, and he was about to do um, his, you know, his little safety Dance. thing. Dance. And the pilot said, and today asked our flight attendants are Amanda and Gloria. And we were looking at this man, and he was going, ah! <laughs> I was like, I find it funny that the pilot doesn't know who's on his plane. <laughs> this is this man. And, um, and then, yeah, it was pretty much flying through a thunderstorm for half an hour. And, you know, they always say, look at the flight attendant's yeah. faces. And they just both looked just shit scared <laughs> for half an hour and were strapped in just like that. It's yeah. horrible. Do you think they'd have training to stop them doing it? I mean, I've seen it. Not I've, on EasyJet, I've, I've had it as well, um, when you can tell. But, yeah, I guess you can't... When you think you're going to die... Can't hide that fear. I went to uh, Orlando, Florida, because I'm oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. And uh, when the plane landed, I was asleep, completely asleep, like for about six hours on the flight. I was that cosily drunk. And when I woke up, when the plane landed, I was like, oh, brilliant, we're here. I missed the whole thing. What a brilliant way to fly by not really experiencing anything. And everyone around me, was crying and hugging one another. <laughs> when, honest, I know what, what happened. No, it, it, we just thought we were going to crash. I mean, everyone, and I was like, I missed this. <laughs> I missed this incredible bonding sensation that the entire flight. Oh, for fuck's sake! Do you know that probably would have made you more ambitious? Yeah, staring, good. Staring face in the death, you probably would have staring face in the, staring death in the face would probably have made you go face. Death every freaking day. Will he look at me? No, what a chicken. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> They've gone crazy. Margaret, you, why are you working with these two? Because you've done loads of really good stuff. And like, you can have. You can have you've done, like, you've been on Catastrophe, Psychoville, The Katie Brown Show, That's Miranda. You've worked with John Finnemate, you've worked with me. I mean, for someone who absolutely no one has heard of, I've got a great yeah. CV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember working on... I a... like this more than, than any of it. Do you remember working on a very British cult with Richard Herring? I do, Yeah, yes. we did a film together. Yeah, we did a film. You uh, were the star. Did a film? What film's this? Short film, a very British cult. Now, hang on, short film is not a fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> it it is for me. Oh, look at this film. It's a photograph. It's a short film. <laughs> <laughs> It was an acting role in which I didn't have to play someone who was using a prostitute or wanking in a bin, and it's a film. What character did you play? I played as? a man who uh, was waiting, a leader of a cult who was waiting for the return of Jesus, and then wrote down some map coordinates in Marmite and had a vision. I mean, how and that then, didn't take off, I And do then not. we'll have to wait, and you'll have to watch it to find out what happened next. Miranda Hart was in it. Alex McQueen. Yeah, loads it? of people yeah. have done really I mean, well. Do you want to be an actor, Richard Herring? Um, I don't, probably not. Hard work, isn't it? I did want to what start. Do when you I want to off. be? Yeah, what? I, <laughs> I want to be Nicholas Parsons. Um, I, don't, I don't. Four know. Nearly dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, at some point, someone's going to be listening to this, and we'll all be dead, yeah. including them. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop listening to podcasts uh, when I'm dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a real... 
If you could leave them playing, if you are, if you feel you are about to die, mm. could you just leave these playing Still on subscribe. repeat? Yeah. Yeah, subscribe yeah. and leave them playing <laughs> and downloading because yeah, then we get a very tiny bit of advertising revenue every time it plays. <laughs> so if you don't like them, just keep leaving them playing when you're Have asleep. Have playing out of your gravestone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dead guy was a cunt. See, there we go. <laughs> That's it. But do, you, do you want to be an actor? Um, I don't think I do anymore. When I started off, I, I did probably more than anything else, yeah. But you don't now? Um, I just think there's so many good actors. I don't think there's, there's very, li- I'm very limited things I can do okay. And it turns out to be. I remember doing that film and the director telling you to stop smiling at everything. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't very, I was really nervous about doing that. Were you? Yeah, but I was good, as, I was good at acting at, at university. And then I lost my mojo with it really and got, and, well, I worked with people who were horrible to me. And so I kind of just I thought I couldn't do it anymore. Aww. Yeah. Have you had to stage kiss? Yeah, yeah. Did you use his tongue? Um, you know, accidentally, I had to stage oh, kiss. I had to, I had a stage kiss. Oh, this is definitely accidental. I had to stage kiss Emma Kennedy once, and I accidentally, I think in rehearsal, accidentally, I got over enthusiastic. I didn't mean to put my tongue in, but my tongue went in, and I wouldn't do that with Emma Kennedy. It's like that'd be like sucking off your own dad in a dark room. Uh, but uh, no, I didn't. Apart from that, no. But, but sometimes some, there's a the girl in that play that was at university. Uh, there was a girl in that play who I really was in love with and I had to kiss her uh, and I asked her out and she said no, I've got a boyfriend yeah. I did have some success with women at some point <laughs> um, but no but you have, you, you, have you had to kiss people and put your tongue in uh, I, I, I did a one short film when I had to kiss a guy yes and you know what I quite enjoyed it did you yeah yeah like, I love feel... it now just as an excuse to kiss somebody else yeah yeah, just, you know. But wife. I find it really weird that it, it doesn't feel like anything. It feels like a sort of sponge or something. What's <laughs> why, why is it a society we don't mind filming someone kissing someone on screen? Yeah. But you, like, if you fuck someone on screen, that is porn. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It's because of the ugliness of cocks. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. If you say that in the middle of filming a kissing scene. <laughs> but like, this is your way, way of coming on to Why someone? is this all right? I mean, I'm fucking... <laughs> I mean, uh, we should fuck each other, right? How come you're allowed to kiss someone and you're not allowed to bury them? <laughs> no, like, my boyfriend slash husband... Um, didn't mind me kissing a man on screen, but if I'd have like stopped laughing <laughs> up his ass, Which he would have been annoyed. Yeah, if it hadn't been in the script, I think the guy would have probably been quite annoyed. Yeah, it's, you're not being Robin Williams by improvising that on set. Oh, I'll just slide this up here. No, it's not. It's not how you do it. But it's just rarely part of the plot, is it? Isn't it? I just mean, where's the line drawn? Why is it okay? Do you pretend to kiss someone by actually kissing them, but you can't pretend to finger someone's ass by actually putting your finger up the arse? You're genuinely angry about this, aren't you? <laughs> just don't know why is what is it feels really arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> what films have you done, Wade? <laughs> what films have you watched where you've been thinking? Why are we not literally putting my finger up the arse? It's not in the script. I'm your dad. <laughs> We're not even filming this. It's a very good question. I think you could... Yeah. Yeah, put it to equity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, Good. 
Since your last one, you've done a lot of uh, stand-up shows. You did a stand-up... Yeah. Yeah, how's that been going? <laughs> Fine, thanks. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how, you, you lost... Your, you have a, a dog called Jerk. I did. No. And then she died. Yeah. And then... Uh, but I didn't write... I didn't write a show about her. No, I didn't. I wrote a show that was just called Jerk. And then um, some people thought, oh, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to cry the whole way through it. Like, well, you are, but not for the reasons you fucking think. <laughs> it's going to be quite a miserable thing, but it's not because of dog death. No, no, I, I, I wrote a uh, musical in it, though, mm-hmm. that was supposedly written by my dead dog. It was literally the last thing she did before she died in the same way that the last thing that David Bowie did before he died wasn't release Black Star. It was actually uh, make, uh, he, he wrote and made a musical that was absolutely fucking awful <laughs> and no one wants to talk about it. Oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> fucking awful. It was, uh, did you see Lazarus? No. It was at the end of the musical Lazarus, they bring up a picture of David Bowie and they sort of like go, you know, like in theatre, they do that to the tech yeah. and then they do it to the, the picture of David Bowie. <laughs> and it made me really... They should do that in all theatre shows. <laughs> Pointing. It made me yeah. slightly glad he was dead. <laughs> That's how bad Lazarus was. Yeah. Was I mean, really you wouldn't have wanted terrible. David Bowie to have seen that. <laughs> so it's good he's dead. Oh. Okay. But then again, that's how I felt about my one-man show. So yeah. I wish I was dead. I'm glad my dog isn't alive to see yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie died at a really good time, didn't he? I mean, he... Right at he the end of his life. It. Well... <laughs> Nailed it. He didn't, um, he didn't see Brexit, yeah. Trump, you know... Yeah, well, we're probably, that's, we're, you know that could mm. happen to all of us. Didn't see the Nazis coming back. The Last Jedi. You do sort of do think that uh, maybe he was keeping everything all right, and and now he's gone. What is a natural death? Uh, Well, you know when you're well, it's it's just the end of your life, and it's a very good question. We've been discussing this over the last few days, because. I think being eaten by foxes is right. a natural death. See, that's not natural causes. <laughs> it's not natural. No, no we decided it wasn't. No, no, because you see, you yeah, a heart attack is that's natural but causes. Fox is it nature? It's nature. <laughs> foxes yeah. are nature. If you got eaten by a fox, I think that's natural causes. <laughs> All right, but put it this way: like if you got eaten by foxes, yeah. And no, you're... just one fox. All right, one fox then. Why blame the whole community? <laughs> but it, it, well, I think the fox community should all come out and stand up against it. Um, you're absolutely right. Well, just one fox, okay? One yeah. rogue, uh, lone wolf fox <laughs> uh, eats your face off. Yeah. And then your uh, husband slash boyfriend. David, right? He'll go, oh, well, I'll still have an open casket funeral because she died of natural causes. (laughs) Then even fewer people are going to come to your funeral. Keep the cost of the weight down. Are you doing a show in Edinburgh in 2019? I am. I'm doing a show uh, called The Idiot at the beautiful Stand uh, Comedy Club. uh, And it's a show about how we have a choice in life. We have a choice of being Iggy Pop or not being Iggy Pop and how come only one person in the world has chosen 
the right way. <laughs> Good. Um, and you, are you guys, guys going to be? You're not going to be Edinburgh. No podcast in Edinburgh. No podcast. No. I'm hoping. It's to the new do... thing. Podcast. You know, live podcast. It's the new thing. Mm. Are you going up? Yeah, I'm doing my podcast. You doing Edinburgh. for the whole month? Yeah, I'm well for twenty days. That's yeah. tiring. Not as tiring as doing a podcast and a stand-up show, which is what I always used to do. I'm just going to do the podcast. Piss easy. Makes much more sense. But you're older now. So I am older. Yeah. Just the same level. <laughs> and also, I don't have to write a show. It's a brilliant thing about well, yeah. podcasts. I was meant to be doing a play, and I uh, realised that I had no time to write it. So yeah. rather than writing it in July and then losing £50,000, yes. I just decided not to do it. Okay, is that, uh, is that no, what I No, it, it wasn't a dig at you at all. <laughs> it's what I did, though. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was there. <laughs> Did you lose fifty thousand pounds on yours? No, I no. made twenty pounds. <laughs> okay. Good. I only lost forty-five. So, oh, okay. why aren't so you I'm... doing a stand-up show, Richard? Yeah, uh, I haven't yeah. got any ideas left. Well, also, like, no one has. I was just going to. I was taking some time off stand-up, and then, and I was going. I was wanting to take some time off touring, so I could spend some time with my beautiful children and oh. lovely wife. Uh, and give my wife a chance to uh, do live work. How uh, did you get your lovely wife? I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing. No, she's really lovely. <laughs> I've got an amazing penis. That, uh, I, just, I just have to show it. We're going to have to yeah. see that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it's really long. Yes, yes, yes. Like so long that you can sort of... Lasso Offer someone. it without even you being... You can just lasso something. <laughs> you tie an end in it. And then... Oh, like the olden days. <laughs> like um, a sheriff. We fell in love, you know. It's, it was a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, she, she's up doing her podcast, Drunk Women Solving Crime, which is very good. For the whole month? Uh, for the first week or oh, so. Okay. So we're taking our family up. We're going up together, and it should be about old enough to. Well, my daughter's old enough to have fun up there. Are you renting a ridiculously expensive house? We will do. We haven't got one yet, uh, but uh, it will be ridiculously expensive. I think the ones we've looked at so far for three bedrooms are six thousand pounds. Jesus fucking Christ! What? Oh my god! That's why. That's that. That's Who the, the fuck big... likes their kids that much? <laughs> <laughs> like their kids more they could all be in the same room together that's yeah. true mate four grand I'll get rid of them <laughs> <laughs> that's two grand that's two grand you're saying two yeah. grand this year that's true still need one room and it would still be yeah yeah uh, it's lovely it'd be lovely though it'd be nice to be up there are you looking forward to it we could hang out Michael uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got kids I've got to go home um <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, oh, it's nearly time for your Oh, cab. is it really? Well, yeah, it's gone fast, isn't it? <gasps> Blimey. I'll just see if it's here. Because I gave them nine. Oh, they haven't texted me. Keep this in the podcast. This yeah. is good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> this should have been the whole podcast. Yeah. Starting from, is the cab's on its way? And Margaret, I could ask you in turn, how did you manage to get with Dan Tetzel? <laughs> a man married Dan I Tetzel. Know. I know. You look at Dan Tetzel. Well, because yeah, he's, he's a Nazi. <laughs> Well, Margaret's had children with tiny Andrew Collins. That is the that is oh, that's a horrible the, their tiny tiny Andrew Collins. <laughs> yes, that's what he does in, in bed. Yes, yes. No, no. Aside, I don't love you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the days. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about? 
Um, my husband's not a Nazi, and I love Michael and Danielle very much. Oh, and I feel mean. For, uh, I had written sad jokes. nipples on my hands. Sad nipples? Never came up. No. <laughs> so. Were you trying to predict what I would ask? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say that I think you should definitely listen to Do the Right Thing if you've not listened to Do the Right Thing. It's a You'd... really good panel show podcast that if you like the Radio 4 stuff, then you'll like this because it's like that, but us saying cunt a lot. And if you don't like Radio 4, then that's great. You like this because we say cunt a lot. <laughs> it is very good. And, and I think it's, you know, don't worry about money. That will, money will come if you, just, if you just dream long enough. About oh. Money's no important. If you have money, you'll just have to spend it on an expensive flat in Edinburgh. That's what will happen. So don't do that. Just live in a tent in Edinburgh and think. Saved myself six grand. I've earned six grand this year. Six grand. That is... For one month? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Depressing, isn't it? Not for the person who owns that fucking flat, it isn't. (laughs) Happy days for them. I would fuck every electrical appliance in that house. I'd get my six grand's worth. (laughs) I'd spunk everywhere. Do you know what? Genuinely, like, when I was younger after the age of 22, I would occasionally, uh, as I think we all have done, sleep with someone so you had somewhere to spend the night. <laughs> you, <could do> that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or at least give them a tickle. Um, now I'm thinking, you did that for the whole month. You are saving a lot of money. Yeah. Probably more than you do in being an actual prostitute. True, but sex worker. on the other hand, I can walk around Edinburgh looking for people who haven't got anywhere to stay and they can come <laughs> stay at my house. <laughs> and then they have to have sex with me. Oh, my wife's there, damn it. Oh, oh, it was a really good plan otherwise. <laughs> it's really, I just had it in that moment. I thought, yeah. this is going to be the best Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that? Do you have those flickers of, of remembering what it was like to be single? Yes. Because I, I, That's I all I think all about. <laughs> You'll have a flicker on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) No, just every now and then I'll think about trying to pull. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember it was. I mean, it's kind of awful, and I can't imagine. I just can't imagine how you did it. You know, I just can't imagine how you just kissed someone. It's so weird, like a stranger. It's so such a weird thing to do. And they go, "Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do, and I generally wouldn't know how to do it." If my... You'd give it a go. I would give it, absolutely give it. If my yeah. wife sadly died, I haven't really thought about or it. Or joyously uh, died. Yeah. It's a blessed yeah. relief for her. Her. She just celebratorily died. <laughs> it's phenomenal. <laughs> Eventually someone we talk about dying is going to die and then this is it's going to take on a whole different thing. It's going to be a very sad podcast. Yeah, that's all right. But we're happy at this moment. Oh, it's going to be me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And then we'll get Dan Tetzel on to talk about how he kisses someone now. Yeah. <laughs> could you leave a message? If it is you, could you leave a message for Dan saying how you're happy for him to find his new partner? Oh, no, Just I've so he's him. got that. Yeah. I've told him that okay. already. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm, happy I'm your wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on. I do. Oh, wow. That's quick. Oh dear. Well, look, let's. Uh, you're right. Listen to Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Uh, we can get Danielle in her cab if it's turned up. If it's yeah, not, I hope you get, so. you can, I'll get you a tube ticket. Woo! You can come and stay at my house. <laughs> 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 um, 
I've got to go get it. my taxi. Bye. Going in a taxi. It's not. It's not here. But going in, going in train. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. Do the right thing. You have been listening to Rahalastabai with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Do the Right Thing podcast. Thank you to Pest for playing this music. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide. They're very nice fellows. ACAS. The, everyone at the Blessed Square Theatre and everyone at Go Faster Strike as well. I'm in debt with my producer Ben Walker. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and Go Faster Strike production. Go to realistopo.co.uk to find out more about this podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.